Today on Talk About That, I sell plants while not knowing anything about them and get caught cheating on the Titans with another team. Meanwhile, John talks about being an easy target for teasing and has his mind blown by the oldest joke in the world. Also, we read listener emails, including a question about church trauma and knowing when it's time to move on to another church. Today's episode is not sponsored by your 40s. Surprise, now your back hurts for no reason. Let's go. Fall is in the air, Johnny. It's another episode of Talk About That. It is beautiful. It's very rainy and cold. I think my trees are dying. Like the ones you planted in the backyard? I had two, uh, what are they called? Uh, What are those ones called? Weeping Willow. Oh. And I planted them because my yard gets a little trench in it of water. Right. And I've heard that's what you plant in a place. That's what I did, yeah. My natural spring. It soaks it up like a sponge. But no. Well, the leaves fell off, and I don't think that's supposed to happen. Mm. Do they? Do off they, of a do willow? They sh- do they shed their leaves? Yeah. Okay, well, maybe I'm okay. But it's a little early. Look outside, Johnny. They turn brown and spotty first, and so uh, I heard that's a bad thing. Like, that means some kind of a So, you know, my willow tree died that I did completely. Like, yeah. I went out and was like, I think this might be dead, and I grabbed it, yeah. and it just snapped off of my hand, yeah. the, except one branch was coming out of the ground. I don't tell me it grew into a willow. It grew into the into a forty foot willow tree out of that one branch. Yeah, I staked that branch <laughs> up. That preach? guys, I, I has preached actually. <laughs> really? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the tornado actually took that tree down. I uh, found uh, that after we moved. So yeah, man. guys, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. Don't give up until you have to. Until a tornado a tornado. makes you give up. Yeah. In, in, our, in this case, it was a real tornado. Yeah, the actual, <laughs> the actual aguapo. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about planting, so I just threw it in a hole I and I just prayed in, uh, for the best. Didn't you work in the planting makes, department? I did. That makes it even Home worse. Depot? That makes it even worse. Uh, so I worked in the. So I got a job at Home Depot when I was like uh, twenty one, and uh, or twenty, and they were like, put me in the. They put me in the outside garden department. So I'm selling all this stuff to people. I don't know anything. My favorite memory was when somebody came in one time and they were like, "I'm from the north, and I'm looking for this plant that I see all over the place." It like takes it like goes up the sides of walls, this big wide uh, waxy green leaf. I go, are you talking about kudzu? <laughs> she goes, yeah. And I go, yeah. It's right over there by the poison sumac. <laughs> like, what? She wanted kudzu, which is like overtaking the entire South and killing all of the right. Forests. People hate yeah. kudzu, but she thought it was so pretty, and she's like, I'd love for kudzu to overtake Man, one side. Isn't of, that just like, like she our thinks lives. she can control it, but you can't control kudzu. God, you can't control it's kudzu. just like sin, John. Mm, you think you want a little bit? You think you to... want sin on one side of your house, and it's going to overtake your house Ugh. and everything in it. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that was fun. But yeah, people would come. One time somebody came in and they bought 10, pag, 10 bags of uh, manure, like cow manure. It was like for planting. And so they... Uh, I hope that's what it was for. We hope so. <laughs> she loads it into the back of her little Kia Sportage or whatever. And she put it on someone's porch and lit it on fire. She, it was the biggest Halloween prank <laughs> you've ever seen. <laughs> somebody came in and was stomping it out for weeks. No, she came back like 10 minutes later and she was like... Can somebody help me unload this? These things stink. And I thought it was just so funny. Like she had no idea this cow manure. Mulch is... She had no idea cow manure would stink. Wow. She couldn't even get home with it. <laughs> she, she put it in a closed car. Yeah. yeah. She just put it in a closed car and thought, like, oh, I'll get this to the. No, you don't want to do that. Yeah. So those bags of manure, turns out, they smell like poop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know anything about planting. And so I just kind of faked it. You just, you wanted full-time, I wanted full-time hours. I was on the, I was a cashier and they said, well, 
we can give you full-time hours, but we're going to put you outside in the garden department as the cashier there. So people come in with all their questions, and I just be like, I don't. I'm a cashier. But then by the end of it, you just go, yeah, they're over there. And I did learn a lot of, like, names of plants and, like, this grows in the shade, this grows in the sun. But then you forget it all. And I don't know anything about trees. So you just hope. You hope against hope. I threw this in a hole. It's a tree. It'll be fine. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. You know, I have an app called Picture This. Yeah. And you can go to any plant mm-hmm. and take a picture. Right. It will tell you what it is. Oh, Everything wow. about it. Look it's Latin name, where I it need grows. To do that. It's unbelievable. Like, it's such an old man. Like, I feel like, like learning I should be... the Latin name is probably less important here. I don't know. I think it's, but it's it's one of the, I feel like. Probably to a preacher, it's more important. Oh, wow. Is it it progressive that you're turning into your parents? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that. Like I'm walking around snapping pictures of plants all the time now. Yeah. Like, oh, look, it's a Arbavita, you know, whatever. But I'm afraid I would do that and it'd be like, this tree is dead, (laughs) you know? And that's in in Spanish. That's muerte. You know, I would just be like, oh, good. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) You forgot to put any agua on it. I do think that if it has a disease or something, it will also identify that. It'll tell you like what parasite or what you're doing, how to treat it. We need that for people. Just start flashing. (laughs) If people come and just took a picture of me and just like ran away, I'd be like, what was that about? Oh, he's got that app. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) Then I just get a random text. You have diabetes, by the way. Oh, Uh, I knew it. I kind of had a feeling. Yeah, I had a bad feeling. Speaking of diabetes, I really took down that loaf of bread today. Yeah, you know, normally they come and they go, would you like bread? And I feel bad saying yes, because you're always on keto, yeah. and I've not been on keto. But Because then I'll eat the bread in front of you. Like, just, I only have one or two pieces, because I don't have, you know, I yeah. got the weird, the surgically altered stomach. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll have a little bit of bread. But you tore into that bread. I, and you ate the bulk of the bread. I ate a lot of bread. It's a loaf. I still ordered a keto meal. Yeah. And, and and ordered my salad without croutons, Which and then like, ate a loaf of bread. Yeah, like what are you doing? It's not the point. I, but I, you're running. You ran today in the rain. I did run in the rain. That's how you train, bro. <sighs> That's how the Titans do. You saw those Derrick Henry training videos. We were talking about this. Derrick yeah. Henry is an animal. There's a video of him standing on one of those half uh, circle exercise balls where it's flat on the bottom, and you yeah. stand on it to get your balance, and yeah. it's like a balance training and core training. He's got one leg in the air, one foot planted on that thing, and 300-pound guys are running at him in the training facility, and he's stiff-arming them and not being knocked off of it. Yeah, I'm not sure I could stand on one foot no. right now. Right. Like, just here. No. That's crazy. So He yeah, just gets better, man. He gets good. better as the game goes on. That guy. He's just, he's just like, it's like a video game. Like, he, he, now, often they'll, you know, Put a bunch of guys in the box and keep him from getting a bunch of yards in the first half. Well, that's when you go Tannehill, bro. That's he's when he's, yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, if you get A.J. Brown and mm-hmm. Julio Jones both healthy at the same time, you know, I mean, if they if they could be healthy by the end of the season, this team We're going to do some special. damage. Yeah. We beat the Chiefs. We beat the Bills. The Chiefs are down. In weeks. They're down, but that's the thing, though. But if they had blown us out, nobody would have been surprised. Yeah. Because it's Patrick Mahomes. Well, we lost a game this year we shouldn't have. Oh, the Jets. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, it made us look kind of like, are we going to be average? And we lost to Arizona game week one. We got yeah, blown and they're out undefeated still. Right, so that's a good loss, yeah. if there's such a thing. But in NFL, anybody can beat anybody in a given Any given game. Sunday, John. Come that's what on they now. say. That's what they call it. Okay, so we haven't talked about this, but... But a few weeks ago, I stayed over. I was on tour with Tim Hawkins uh-huh. in Green Bay. Mm. And the promoter's a guy named Patrick Gear, great guy. And Love his Patrick. uncle has, that's right, we've done events together with yep. Patrick. So Patrick has an uncle who has box seats at 
uh, Green Bay wow. at Lambeau. And so he goes, you guys wouldn't want to stay. And normally Tim just doesn't do that kind of thing. He's like, I got to get back, whatever. But now Tim's like the new, improved, chill Tim that does like one weekend a month of shows. And he just doesn't. He's just like, let's do it. So then he invited me to come. Patrick's like, do you want the other ticket? And I was like, I got to get back. I got a show on Tuesday. Or I got a show on Wednesday. And I got to be back. It's a whole drive day. I mean, I drove my dumb uh. hybrid to Green Bay. So I'm like, I got to drive a whole day. And then I'm going to be haggard. I need this day. So I can't do it. And then the more the weekend wore on, I go, who'd you give the ticket to? And he goes, I still haven't found anybody to take it. I go, it's the Lord. <laughs> I got to do it. So it was Saturday night, and I was yeah. like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to stay. So I called my wife. I go, you care if I stay? She goes, you got to do it. You're going to hate yourself. If you don't go to Lambeau Field, yeah. Aaron Rodgers last year there, yeah. and see a Packers game on Monday Night Football. So we did it. So it's a whole day of stuff. It's like a, it, and it, the reason I mention it in conjunction with like, we talk about the Vols a lot, is it, it feels like a college town. Right. They love their Packers so much and they tailgate all day. And there's these little houses that are lining the street, like right, right across the way. Mm-hmm. And they're just little simple houses. I mean, it's not like this is like a great fancy neighborhood. It's a very interesting town. So, like, the, like the tallest building in Green Bay is the Jumbotron. Wow. Like, it's the highest point in Green Bay. And yeah, that'll so, pretty, that'll and that's something. I don't, mm, I, that? don't. I don't know how, but it will. <laughs> so anyway, we, you know, you have to have like, so these houses, they, they throw little tailgate parties, big tailgate parties. And basically it's invite only. And you give, they give a donate, you get, they give this big donation to whatever local charity Yeah. at the end of the thing. And so you just like, Hey, come have all my cheese duds. And here's some pigs in a blanket. And here's some cornhole you can play. And grab a beer, whatever, and then at the end, you make a little donation in their box, and then they make a donation. So it's like this whole interesting atmosphere. Wow. So Patrick got us into one of those, so we're hanging out. And you see the stadium, it's right across the street. It's just so bizarre, but it was such a cool experience. But here's the one thing that I got just tagged for consistently, because, you know, my buddy's Brian Bates, who is like the king of the trolls. Right. Like, he's the king of roasting you the minute he sees a weakness. He goes in. He's so funny. So Tim's doing a video. Well, Patrick shows up. He goes, well, here, we're all going to go, but you guys just can't show up. Well, these are box seats, and there's an expectation. So I've got some Packers gear. Y'all either need to go get some Packers gear, or you need to, like, just borrow this stuff. I have a few jerseys. So I have to, like, choose a Packers jersey to wear to this game mm. as a Titans fan. I mean, I, I'm i a Titans fan, and I also like some other teams. And I think Packers are one of those teams that are, like, the NFL is better when they're good. Yeah. They're an important franchise. Yeah. So I didn't feel like, oh, it burns when I put it on. <laughs> but I chose Favre because, again, he's not playing anymore, whatever. He's a beloved figure there. The other option I had, if he had a Reggie White jersey, it would have been a no-brainer. Sure. Because Reggie White, former yeah. Tennessee volunteer. No Reggie White was not in the mix. You know what the other one, my other choices were? Uh, a Charles Woodson jersey. Oh, no. And I was like, uh, no, sir. No. You take that and you get it out of my face. Yes. The Heisman Steeler. Yeah. Yeah. So, because Peyton should have won the Heisman that year and it went to the Woodson. So, that was the whole thing. But if he'd beaten Florida, it would have been a no-brainer. So Come on, Peyton never beat Florida. Come on. Come on. It's fine. He won the SEC that year. He did. Give him a break. Okay. He had to be perfect is what you're saying. Was Charles Woodson perfect? But he played both ways. That was part of what Woodson's appeal was, right? Was he-, he had like seven interceptions on the year. Johnny, I have seven interceptions right now on the year. Those are not great stats. Anyway. So I chose Favre. And so I'm Tim's doing like a little Instagram story as we're walking the stadium. Like, my first Packers game. I'm so excited. And then he sees me in the back of his shot. And he goes, Johnny W, go. For-. So 
I get a text 30 seconds after that story is posted, and it's a screenshot of that. And it just says, unbelievable, because I'm wearing a Favre jersey, and it's Brian Bates. And so he has not stopped teasing me. So every time the Packers win, he goes, big win for your boys today. Like I'm a Packers fan now. <laughs> and when I say anything good about the Titans, he's like, really? Oh, now wow. you want to get on board? Wow. But, but they're NFC, right? They are, but it just feels like, you know, you can't. You can. What am I going to do? Wear a Titans jersey up saying. in the box seats of my Lambeau you field? Can have and be an like, NFC. no Titans! You can and have just, it. <laughs> you know, like get thrown out. Yeah. Well, you know, I took my buddy uh, Matt to a Tennessee basketball game. I was writing for um, someone who had seats on the floor, like front row. Yeah. And it was like go to the club where you hear the coaches talk. I mean, we got like scouting reports. Oh, right. And there was food. Yeah. It was crazy. And well, he's a Florida fan. Yeah. But he had to. I was like, dude, we can't show up. Bunch of Florida gear. No. So he did. He wore Tennessee that day. What? Yeah. I mean, he had to. Wow. That's some compromise. I mean, to honor the man that got us the seats because we were hanging out with him and his wife. was like, I mean. that's Here's the thing. It's a hated, it's like we have a hated rivalry with Florida, but it's really our side because Florida does not feel threatened by us at this point, I don't think. Well, there's more than one sport, Johnny. I know, but come on. Tennessee basketball has dominated Florida for a bit. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Tennessee baseball last year, Matt, we went to the playoffs. Yeah, you're right. Matt kind of blew it. That was, yeah. he, he compromises morals to get good seats and free food. I think he liked it. We lost that game. It was like LSU, I think, but um, he had a good time for the free food. What have you ever had like a jersey? What jerseys have you had in your sports rooting do, career? I don't do a lot of jerseys. Yeah, but you have a lot of apparel. You have a lot of orange in your. Yeah, wardrobe. so I went to. By the way, speaking of, I went to Thompson Bowling Arena last night to watch uh, Tennessee Lady Vol- volleyball team. Lady volleyball, they call it. Ohio take on the Kentucky Wildcats, who are the defending national champions. So we drove up, and even though it's a school night, yeah, and they were doing checkerboard. It was. It holds twenty five, excuse me, twenty two thousand. But I mean, volleyball games usually are like fifteen hundred. They had like three thousand last night, so it was a lot more than usual. Mm-hmm. But they had free shirts where they were checkerboarding, like on every seat, orange and How white. How do they do that, not knowing the size of the people they're going to be? That in the- was the hard part. So yeah. they had orange and white ones. They looked like, like you them. get a small. Good luck. Well, it, it was like by the end there were a lot of shirts left. So I went around and found a large. Because that's, that's, that's what I need, Johnny. Oh, you walked around and stole from another seat? Is that what you're saying to me? I don't think I like the words you're using. Uh, no, they were... they were Johnny, just pulling over what you were wearing, or did you take your shirt off? No, I didn't put it on at all. I just took it home. I was already wearing UT apparel. Yeah, but, but I'm saying, was it the right color for the checkerboard? Uh, I don't think the checkerboard worked. Uh, no one appeared to be... more of a Jackson Pollock painting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't see a checker, but I don't know. And you're only on one it's side. It's one of those magic eye things. You're like, is that a rooster? What's happening? And poor Lady Vol's got... Blur your vision. Look through yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it was fun. It yeah. was fun. We got killed. But, oh, that's what I was going to say. We yeah. didn't win, did we? No, and they're good. They just didn't play their game. We watch a lot of their, almost every one of their games, and they just didn't play their game. So. <sighs> they're just not as good. That's no. I, that's what happens. The other team help, keeps you from playing your game. That's mm, why they're better. I don't know. They were making, they were, things were happening. Unforced errors in yeah, volleyball? Yeah, yeah a lot like, of that. Stuff they don't normally do. So, look, when you serve into the net, that's that's on you. I want that preach. Boy, that, on, how many guys. unforced errors are there in our own lives? Guys, stop forcing. Stop blaming the devil. For your hitting it into the net. Right. The net being. Listen, it's like that pastor said that time. Yeah. If it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. I can't, can't. This would be inappropriate. 
probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah we, we have a lot of those true stories of things pastor said that. Yeah. yeah. Didn't we have a question about that? Didn't somebody send in like a deep probing church question? Because oh. like people take us seriously and be like, they can help. You don't think that? We're I, not going to help. I think we can help. You do? This is like your your Home Depot thing. <laughs> you can do it. We can help. <laughs> hey, listeners, you can do it. We can help. Uh, we did get a question. Um, so you might hear a ding on the email here because I'm opening it. Um, so I apologize for that. It dings Jim. when you open an email? If a, if there's – yes. Oh, you mean when you open it and emails come through because That's, you're so popular. Wow. Um, when I unleash this floodgate, hold on to your butts. <laughs> I'm very popular. Turns out nothing has come in. It's a bunch of spam. <laughs> uh, we did have, speaking of Tennessee, Florida, uh, Thomas, one of our listeners, uh, yeah. I'm not sure we read this before, but back before the Florida game said, good yeah. morning, huge fan of the podcast, the depth of discussion of life, theology, and even Tennessee football. That being said, go Gators. Mm. I just want to hear one of y'all say that smiley face. Thanks, Thomas. You heard Thomas, us say you it. you son of a gun. Thomas. It's just you tricked us. Yeah, you you got us there. But the Gators are are cut and badly bleeding, so they're not doing not before well. they hammered us though. Well, you know, Johnny, if we would have played against them, like you we think played, we could beat them now? Is oh, that what absolutely. you're going to say? If you if you have that would have been a way different game. We're Sorry, different. We're better mean. now. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll get. We, they make us play our. They make us play a game that's not our game. Oh, every time, like. That gator on the helmet is worth like seven points to our guys Absolutely. for some reason. It has been for a decade and a half. Well, in Kentucky, who's got one loss, plays us next week. Yeah. And, and Ty and I, our youth pastor, are talking about that. He's a big Kentucky fan. Yeah. Like, Tennessee's kind of that for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're way I'd, – I'd say they're better than us this year. Yeah. And – but – you just never know when you play Tennessee if you're Kentucky. So, and we'll walk in there over, you know, with with confidence that we anyway. That'll preach too. And then we also got this from a guy named Logan Lopez. Okay, uh, who just sent us? There was no introduction, no nicety, and I appreciate that. It was, yeah. it was direct and to the point. It just said this: If somebody steals your face, can you say you got mugged? That was it. So he just, people are just sending us dad They're jokes. They're just now. sending us jokes. Logan Lopez sounds like a guy who would be like the alter ego, like the real name of like a Marvel comic book character. Yeah, it really does. It's a cool like name. He was Logan Lopez and he became like whatever. Right, the until, Conquistador right, or whatever. Until the radioactive ant took a bite out of his thigh yeah. and now he's yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that, what <laughs> that was what happens to radioactive <laughs> ants. How did Ant-Man get created? How did Ant-Man become Ant-Man? He didn't get bit by an ant, did he? I don't know that backstory. I think he's just called that because he shrinks down to the size of an ant, right? But how did that happen? Oh. I don't know. I'm so far behind. Is that a Marvel? Yeah, it's a Marvel. Apparently, they've ended the Marvel. there's a whole thing. Oh, they've ended it? Well, they ended that Marvel Universe story, and now the Eternals are coming out, which is like the new heroes. Oh, right, right, So apparently, don't, it's a spoiler alert, but I haven't watched Endgame or any of them except... Yeah. I watched an Iron Man or two in the beginning. Let and me tell you a little story, Johnny. We're all Eternals. Oh, guys. Mm-hmm. We're all heroes, for good or for bad. You can be a hero. Mm. I don't know. I can be your hero, baby. <laughs> Wait. Who, who sang that? Enrique? Can be a hero, man. Uh, who was that? Um, Not Enrique Iglesias, was it? I don't know. He always sounds like he's going to cry. I can be a hero, baby. <laughs> it's like he's just going to break down. Yeah. It's okay. I think if you're good looking, you can get away with that. Oh, yeah. You know We're sensitive. If I started crying, they're like, dude, pull it together. Yeah. Enrique does it. Different. Oh, wow. He's so sensitive. 
I'm mm-hmm. sick of this. I'm always competing with Enrique Iglesias. If that's who that was. Maybe it was, uh, who, who was, was the one that was married to J-Lo? Mm, um, Bob Lowe? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. Um, of course, he's, she's back with Affleck now. Is she? Yeah. Good the, for them. The Duck? No, oh, that's Affleck. That's Affleck. No, it's different. Good for them. Whatever. Well, yeah. I hope they find happiness. What well, you know, they're real people. They are. Yeah. I didn't. Who who said they weren't? Well, I don't know. It's like I don't know. We I think we, we see. do. We 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 you know we use celebrities as our grist and yeah. our you know we. But it's yeah, it's hard. Yeah. But it is interesting when somebody breaks up. Like I met somebody uh, last week, and uh, we were talking, and they were the show promoter that brought me in. And they were telling me a little bit of their story, and they had remarried a husband that they had divorced like ten years earlier, mm-hmm. and now they were like, "Yeah, and we're really happy now." And I just I find that fascinating when somebody like breaks up, and then ten years go by, and then they're like, "You want to give this a go again?" And they're like, "Yeah, I know, I know quite a few stories in ministry about that." Yeah, I guess there's like a familiarity there. Yeah, well, maybe grow. you and you grow, and you're like, "Oh, that thing that like bugged me, I realize now." Yeah. Like that was my issue. That, was that wasn't that wasn't about you. Yeah, yeah. I sometimes mean, you're like, I hate that person. I wish they would die, and you just you go on living in that moment. But sometimes you're like, oh, that was a lot about me. Yeah, yeah. People I, hate their exes, man. I would be. I think I would be a bad. I hope I would be a good ex. You know, I think I was a good ex boyfriend. Really dark tunnel. But I wonder if like you know what I'm saying. Do you ever think about that? Like what kind of? Because you see these relationships, they're so contentious, and people hate their ex spouses. But I just wonder, like what? Would I be civil? Would I be, or would I just hold everything against the person? I don't know. I'm just going to stay married. Yeah, I think you, yeah, don't. I don't, don't have it in me. No. I, like you said, I'm a loyalist. I just, you know, I'm like, why would I upset the apple cart? Let's just fix this thing. Listen, I mean, again, you have the wife that God made for you, bro. Right. Like, don't go. Right. Like, this is what, this is what needed to happen for you. <laughs> You're because right. Because who else could put up? Not a lot. I mean, dude, not a lot of people. Sure, stay in Green Bay. Who else would do exactly. that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll I'll go to work. Yeah, I'll stay here and you hold everything out. together mm-hmm. while you're out there just gallivanting around the country with your friends wearing jerseys that aren't even your team. You're right. I'm going to stay put. Yeah. You need yeah. To. I'm glad we had this talk. It felt. Like, it feels like the jersey analogy rings even true. Like, don't go wearing other people's jerseys. Mm. I you think know? it was TLC that sang that song. <laughs> don't. <laughs> What a ter- uh, you know that's one of the most that's the one of the worst songs like that's a song that if it comes on i will turn the station really waterfalls why not why it annoys me so bad it's just gross and she she doesn't like really sing it's just very ugh. yeah and it doesn't make any sense who chases a waterfall yeah it, it does feel like that they stick with the metaphor too long in the course to me yeah stick with the rivers and the lakes you're used to it's like I don't know. That's a lot of that's a lot of water language. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that could almost be a worship song. It's got so much water references. <laughs> you know, we love water references in oh, worship yeah, songs. Yeah, we do, man. I don't know. We do. All right, so we got the mug. We got the dad joke. Hey, good job, enough. Logan. By the way, you're Thank super, you. You're our super, superhero. You are. You're a superhero. Keep keep them coming, buddy. Keep them coming. We like it. Uh, and Thomas, will. Thomas, you know how we feel about you. Yeah. Um, but no, thank you for your email. We appreciate it. Yeah. So Christine writes to us. Um, says, hey, John and Johnny, thank you for your answer to my previous question. We did a Matthew McConaughey thing uh, with with uh, this listener. And 
We did what, him. What, 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 what happened? We, we talked about Michael McConaughey. So no, Matthew. Matthew. No, Michael. His his very lesser known cousin. <laughs> no, Matt. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly what we said. But anyway, we did. Another question: Have either of you experienced a church reorganization process as oh, a result of either a lead pastor leaving or something else? If you have, could you discuss how your church handled it? If not, could you guys discuss how you would handle it if it does happen at your church? How do you know when it is time to leave your church and find another one? How do you know if you're supposed to stay where you're at? And so the answer, man, wow. Those are like really, those are like questions a lot of people are dealing with. Yeah. Then every church I go to now uh, to do shows at, people are dealing with like people have moved on. People aren't coming back from being in the whole like video online service thing that like upset the whatever, the continuity of everything. And then they just kind of isolated for long enough that they were like, all right. And church became not as big a part of their lives, I guess, maybe. Yeah. And then some people were like, this was an excuse to move on because I was in an unhealthy situation. And this was like my excuse to be like, I can't make it. You know, COVID's crazy. Meanwhile, they're like church shopping. Yeah. Yeah, I think we definitely had some of that. There was a time with community leaders were like, we're not sure who all is coming back when they come back. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have to kind of wait and see, though, in our community groups we know yeah. where people are generally. That's why communities are so important. I'm trying to think of where we have been together that there was a reorganization like that, though, where a change of leadership, a big change of leadership. Well, I mean, here we haven't had a change of leadership with the lead pastor. We did have a major reorganization, though, Yeah, where we... We used to be a part of a denomination, and we dis- oh, that's true, yeah. And we disaffiliated, and then we got sued, and for our property, because yeah. we have about twenty eight acres here off of I forty, and it was kind of crazy. Like that was not normal, right? Our constitution seemed to not allow for that. <laughs> Uh, it was a weird time. We lost some people, you know, obviously with the disaffiliation and then we had to kind of decide whether to defend mm-hmm. or not. But there was, it was a hard time for a church about a year there and the, the suit eventually got dropped. Um, but, and then we changed names, kind of went to different, we went to an elder based model, all those kinds of things. Um, but yeah, the churches we were always in together. Now, we did see youth pastor turnover and drama. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's normal. But drama over it, you know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, the, the the question of like, when do you leave and when do you stay? Now that, I mean, regardless of the, yeah. I, I think a church is always changing to some extent. Uh, if it's not, that might even say something, you know, like, I think that it needs to, it needs to be in motion and learning and, 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 you know, changing in the right ways always like evaluating and adding staff that's you know bringing new ideas and those kinds of things but yeah i don't really know like that there's a magic line of when to leave or when to stay i'm really on a mission trying to it's really hard for a church not to be about i'm not saying that uh this listener is saying this but it's hard for all of us to Mm -hmm. disengage from a lead pastor paradigm like okay i evaluate this church in fact in our old denomination you remember this johnny like they would even say oh this oh that's andrew's church he's our lead pastor yeah you know oh that's you know that's tommy's church or that's whoever's church 
like and it sounds just oh that's just the language they use but it it really me- meant that right. to them right. it was defined and, it endows some yeah. kind of a ownership yeah quality to it one half the church signs around town yeah your lead pastor our lead pastor's name is not on our sign right <laughs> that was like a real key thing for him uh, or on our website immediately mm-hmm. the first thing you see yeah it's like hard not to fall into that having your cult of personality like wrapped up into which immediately when something happens with the pastor, like people fall away because they're like, oh, everything I was believing was wrapped up in this person and this person's teaching and this person's personality. Yeah. I mean, I am a believer in leadership and I'm a believer that. Not me. <laughs> nope. <sighs> nope. <laughs> All followership. I, I just, I, I think that, that it matters, but to me, the way we try to evaluate church now, mm. and this is still like, a, I'm a work in progress here. And it's going to sound like a sermon, Johnny, so go ahead and roll your eyes now. Okay. But I think this is really key. Like, church should be evaluated by how we are being and making disciples. Yeah. And then you got to decide what that means because everybody assumes that that's a thing they already know. So how are we being and making disciples? And when I say the church, I mean me, mm-hmm. my role in it. So you could be in a church and go, well, they're not being and making disciples here. You have to ask the question, are you being and making disciples here? Right. Then you begin, if you start from there, instead of starting from the outside in, you start from the inside out a little bit and sort of go out. Well, then you could begin to evaluate, is there an ethos here where that's encouraged or I'm equipped to do that? Mm-hmm. Is there a community mindset where I actually have people to do that with? Like, we're not talking about just having connections, but is there... Am I, am I either equipped or challenged to actually affect someone else's life with this, this list of things? Like, are we actually ever having a conversation about this or about that? Um, or is isolation really easy to do? That may not be the, and this is the, where the language matters. That may not be the quote unquote, the church leadership's fault. Um, that can happen anywhere. Like we all loved, I love to hide. I mean, I'm a introvert. Yeah. So, but I mean, is that, you know, if, if, there may be a truly quote unquote successful church, meaning what? Lots of people there, dynamic speaker, great worship, good programs. Sure. You know. And they may be making disciples, you know, and they and it sounds super judgy, like how, how do you know if they are and I mean I think that's that's that question. Hey, how are you? Are are you yeah. growing in that body and are you and if you're not accessing everything that the church is is inviting you to then do that first. Like I say, stay until, and, and try that. I've had people before leave church and I'd go, you know, you've yet to do the thing that we've been asking you to do. Like, why don't we try this first before you go? <laughs> that is such a pastor thing to say, John. <sighs> like you're like, you're like, Hey, this church isn't growing. And like, I had this conversation with, with a bunch of leaders. And then I was like, Hey, how many of you have invited anybody to church in the last two years? I thought this was going to be about me not having kids. So Johnny may have some kids, man. (laughs) No wonder we're not growing. You know, how many of you, I mean, it's, and it's like, Hey, there's no condemnation of that, but y'all know that's how a lot of that works. Right. You're wanting us to, and we do, we can send our podcast of the sermons out. But we've been a part of churches before. Where you were afraid to invite people. Absolutely. <laughs> that's usually when you know it's time to move on, yeah, by the way. <laughs> I would do. That's so ter- true. If you're terrified that a friend might come, <laughs> I hope today is another day. Crazy Jan, you know. Grabs a, a flag. Yeah, grabs a flag and runs a lap. Yeah, We've that happened. In, oh, yeah. A lot. 
I don't know if it's... Oh, Crazy Jan. I don't know. There's I don't, no, that's I don't just remember a, my name's an imaginary Thank character. God, yeah. His real name was Logan Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> no, a single tear falls down <laughs> Logan's face right now. So, no, I, I, I don't. Um, yeah, that's such a great point. Yeah. Like, I'm in a place right now where our church is smaller, mm-hmm. and yet, I mean, I truly am great with people being here. Yeah. The only thing I worry about is them thinking it's smaller, and that's yeah, because nothing draws a crowd like a crowd. Right. It's that whole thing of like, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, every week I'm seeing life changing people and, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's like I go, well, and then some weeks at our church right now because of COVID, seriously, uh-huh. we will have double. Yeah, it's a week. weird thing. Yeah, it's, it really is. It's still like hiccups. And I don't think a lot of it's so funny because different states are going through different uh, versions of that. Like um, even with performing, like uh, my buddy Aaron Weber, he just did a thing and it was a taping for uh, like CW or something. And it was like a ton of comedians, like Howie Mandel put it together. So it was Howie Mandel presents and it's got such and such, such comics. Yeah. And so Pat Oswalt goes out, does a set, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, almost all the comedians went out and said, man, it's so weird to be in front of people. Yeah. Like that was in all of their sets because they're all LA comics, except for Aaron and maybe one other guy. And Aaron was like, I've been touring for a year. Wow. So it's like, Everybody's experiencing the pandemic differently. So some churches, like if I go in and I even say something like, man, it's been a weird X time. They they, they look at me like I'm like, no, it's not. Right. We, like didn't, not, we didn't change at all. It's not weird yeah. at all right now. And I'm like, no, yeah. it's weird. <laughs> I promise you. It was never weird for you. Yeah. That might be weird. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I think I think changing dynamics and the drama of that is, is really, really hard. Um when there's like a dude, I'm here and I haven't even told you this. I can't, I can't tell you. I'll just tell you there's a situation off the air. I'll tell you about. Oh, wow. This is uh, where, I mean like people in ministry, pa- or, pa- we'll tell our patrons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get to know the inside dirt drama where people in ministry aren't even speaking to each other anymore from the yeah. same church. And you know, it's all stuff. And they're, you know, it's, it, it's hard. We have, that happens. Yeah. It happens. And you go, you, we try church drama is like its own flavor. It's its own. It's so weird too, because it, it feels like it carries extra pain because it's like people invoke the name of God to go along with their weird trip. And yeah. then you're just like, oh, and that makes it extra painful. I hate I just know in my life I've contributed. And still, I mean, yeah. there, there are things. I was going to say you've contributed. I think you know. Yeah. <laughs> this is an intervention. Yeah. There's no, I think conflict is, is to be expected. Yeah. Yeah, to expect no conflict in church is, is also like, no relationship. That, yeah, that's a real, like, that's a bridge too far. You can't, that's a naive thing to think like, yeah. oh, it'll be a perfect place full of perfect people. And I can't believe I, this person let me down in church. Like, that's not a, a fair expectation. Yeah, but there are, there are things though that are worth leaving a church over. Um, sometimes I've even asked, I've told people to leave. I'm going to read a list that I've made. <laughs> Specifically, John, <laughs> I've, I've had it folded up in my back pocket for a week now. I mean, I, I don't. Part part of maybe recovery is that I'm not just trying to hold it on to everybody. Yeah, and, that's healthy. I you guess know, build some. I mean, my friends all know, like, hey, you know, guys, I, I, you may not always stay at the church I'm at, all those things, but I have very loyal friends. I know they still struggle with that. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I don't even know the church world so up in the air. You know, I don't even know planet we're on sometimes we're just gonna have to do what we can do yeah but i think that um i would do everything possible to answer i mean i'm gonna answer this question 
like stay as long as you can wherever you are. I mean, I'm a bloom where you're planted kind of guy, not to be cliche, but I, I just like I want to make sure this makes sense. I mean, if it's just some drama or just some yeah. conflict, like hey, can, how can we apply scripture to this and, and get through this? It may strengthen relationships. doesn't mean to, to go necessarily. Yeah. But if we're not going to handle it and it's just going to be conflict constantly, it's not going to be handled, then yeah, I mean, yeah. give it some time and see. If you were planted by me and say you're a weeping willow, right? that could be a whole different scenario. That <laughs> You need an app to tell you whether or not. <laughs> you won't be blooming. We should be able to take a picture of someone and it comes back with the results, should you leave your church? <laughs> Look at the look on this guy's face. Should he leave his church? Well, I mean, again, I always say a lot of the people I know are are here not because of the pastors right now. Yeah, They're here because of their community. And the pastors are leading that. Like, I want to build something that people are so deeply connected that I don't have to hit a home run every Sunday. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm past that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's a pressure on pastors to be like Tony Robbins every week versus like, hey, yeah. this is a guy who's another guy who's just dealing with his Christianity the way that we all are. And he's, he's living out his faith, but he's doing this thing. It's like, there's not this expectation. like this better be manna from heaven. Yeah. Yeah. The fed, yeah. That, that's a pet peeve for pastors, yeah, but not getting fed. Or I'm not getting fed, you know, and I used to just light people up when they leave the church over that. Like, Oh yeah. yeah. What are you a baby? You know, when you do you not feed yourself, you know, you had all these sort of, wow, and you would go into that voice. Do you not do this? <laughs> uh, but you know, there's a truth to it. Like, I mean, yeah. Hey, I would always go, how many, I, you know, I used 15 scriptures this week. Like, yeah. you know, I didn't write those. So, I mean, what, I don't know what that means <laughs> at some point, but I do understand about communicating a topic. Maybe you just don't like the topic I'm talking about. Yeah. That's then, usually, that's, yeah. that's, that can be part of it. Um, but I would always say, Hey, Sunday morning should not be your only, I mean, this is a really important thing that we do. You only do. eat once a week, John. Guys, mm-hmm. come on now. Well, that, um, come on. Anemia sets in. Is that what happens? I don't know. <laughs> Scurvy. Scurvy. Um, <laughs> some of y'all need to be cutting up your spiritual limes. and Anyway. Getting your citruses. <laughs> citruses. <laughs> but, you know, I am probably more fed, if you want to use that term, by the people around me. Yeah. So they're both both are happening, not just one or the other. I feel like I'm a drain on you. I don't feel like yeah. I feed you. Yeah, no. You think it, I, I don't? I feel like you are always like encouraging me, and I'm always like, I'm just God, hanging just, on here, John. Please <laughs> give me something. <laughs> Tell me why not to give up. And you're like, Johnny, look at you, man. You got to. Oh, no, I don't think I'm bringing a lot to the table in this relationship. That is so. not true, Johnny. Okay. Right. Inc- you were encouraging me today because I had a podcast episode come out. Yeah, and stuff, and it, I sound so chill, almost sounds sedated. Yeah. And they were asking me big questions. What like, if they lowered it? Would that be interesting? Like, I that's like that was, power was part move? of the thing. Like. Uh, <laughs> It was I, their power move. Then I worry that I talked too long because they were like mm-hmm. big four part questions. Like, hey, uh, and I'll, I'll I'll promo it at the end. But they're like, hey, so tell us how being a counterphobic six led you to explore the role of anxiety and fear in your life, and then how that helped you learn how to address racism with your friend. <laughs> And in that, how did it get you started on writing this book? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man. So 20 let, minutes that's later. That's all you need, bro. Let like, John, yeah. just wind John up and let him go. <laughs> I'm like the monkey with <laughs> the Well, you symbol. told me you go, listen how I'm maxed out. You totally let me, you played some of it before we started. And you go, let me, sh- let me play you some of me. And then you'll hear this guy come in. It's going to be blood curdling because I got it maxed out. I'm listening to you. 
And then you just kept talking. I was like, I'm waiting on this guy to talk. If you'd shut up for half a second, I can't get a word in edgewise. I was like, when's he going to learn just interrupt you like I do? <laughs> I kept waiting on it. I was like, someone has to stop me. You can't just let me go. Oh, I don't know. But anyway, I'm obviously a little yeah. insecure about the interview. I'm about to cut all this out because I need, I need to make this a good promo. But... Um, no, I think it's great. It's vulnerable. You were like, no, man. I think more people are going to listen to see if you're right. <laughs> They're not going to care about what I said. Caring. No, they totally are. I don't want to yeah. train people to also think that I talk too long. You know what I'm saying? Like, <sighs> See, now we're you joke about it long enough, Johnny. That's true. It becomes a truth to somebody. Mm. <laughs> that that windbag, John, won't shut his yap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or like, if they just know that it's something you're sensitive about, they're going to tease you, and that's what you don't want. That's my whole life. <laughs> you know that. You are. You're very easy to, like, you're a good sport, people would say, <sighs> which I call a doormat. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's such a good sport. Such a you good. You never say that about somebody who pushes back. Yeah. He's such a good sport. I don't. My, you know, all my friends in high school did the same thing. Yeah. So uh, apparently it's a thing, um, but I think it. But do you, I mean, but I it want, is fun to be around, though. Like it's it's more fun to be around someone who can take a joke about themselves. Yeah, but I do believe a lot of it <laughs> to yeah. be true as well. So, so it's I, okay. I don't. Right. I can. No, you're right. I like taking. I've a hurt joke. your feelings, John. You've not hurt my feelings. Okay, good. All no, right. no, no, no. I do. You know, here's the thing. I the boldness in me. Yeah. The pushback is not. The joke, the pushback is being like being okay with who I am. Yeah, and that's where I, that's where I'm working towards. Like, hey, I got to keep improving, but I've been on an improvement plan since I was born. Like, that's I'm built. Oh, that's a book right there. I am built to always think I need self improvement, and yeah. I and I do, but like I have to challenge that constant self critique, mm -hmm. and some of that is just going, hey, dude. I mean, you write fifty thousand word books for a living. Like you're not, you know, it, you can do short form things, but that's why podcasts are easier for me. Like, yeah. than than social media, even like, that's okay. People, you have a role, <laughs> and it's not the comedian who can do this in fifty words. You know, like your role is different, and getting more comfortable with that as I grow to not, you know, overwhelm people with long, yeah, you know, speeches and whatnot. Fifty words is too many, too. By the way, dude, Theodore Roosevelt <laughs> would speak so long. Yeah, you know, one time I told this story, right? The dude walked up to assassinate him on the yeah. steps of the Capitol, some Capitol building, maybe, and it hit his speech, uh -huh. the bullet, and it and it stopped it enough. He was bleeding, but he talked for like another hour. Yeah. Before they forced him to go to the hospital. Yeah, that's a pastor's heart right there. That's Theodore a Roosevelt heart. does it, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's a hero." John does it, and right. he is a windbag. I don't understand this this like <sighs> double standard between me and Roosevelt. Yeah, like if that was my notes, the bullet goes right through. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, because there's not <laughs> enough pages there. I wonder if an iPad would have stopped it. Because I, I, like, I just have like bullet points on my set list. It's like <laughs> gym bullet class, points. fart joke, dodgeball, marriage, mustache. Like they're not. There's not. It's not like thick stuff. Talk about yours. Would be like it was the spring of 1942. <laughs> 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 I heard a joke the other day, or I heard I saw a tweet about the oldest joke that I know. Oh. Which is, why did the chicken cross the road? It's hey, like the, um, before you do this. Yes. Let me make sure I've wrapped up. Hey, thank, oh, you for, thank you for your question. Yes. And the answer is, hey, stick as long as you can. Do, yeah. all the, you, do all that your leadership's asking you to do. Try to be connected in community wherever you are. Yeah. 
And if you see that like things are not leading towards an at, an atmosphere where that's being built, then it may be time to look elsewhere. It may mm-hmm. not be being successfully built, but if an atmosphere where they're calling you to that, what are they calling you to? Yeah. Are you doing it? Do the best you can with what that is as you pray. And you know, the may, if, if that's not it, then maybe make a change. So there you go, Johnny. Oh, I need joke. to know the name of the church before I can tell you whether you should leave. Uh, church at Pleasant. It would be funny if it was one of our wouldn't members. Wouldn't it be great? What oh, if it was? It'd be great. How do I know? And then you'd be like, we're, we're coaching them how to leave. And they've like made an alternate identity and sent me an email and I just told them to leave, to come to our church. What if I'd have told you to leave, but come to my church? Yeah. What would you do then? Like the, the universe. Your head would explode. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oldest joke. So, yeah. So the oldest joke that I could think of is about the chicken cross road. And I've heard that joke forever. I always yeah. thought it was one of those like jokes like that doesn't make any. It's just like one of those things like to get to the other side. It's like that joke is about the afterlife. Wow. Like the chicken crossed the road because he knows he's going to get hit by a car. I did not know that. And so that's, that's how, how you to get to the other side. side. And, I, and when, I, when I saw that tweet, I was like, this guy goes, I was today years old when I realized that why did the chicken cross the road to get to this side is actually about the afterlife. And I was like, no, it's that. <laughs> oh, that's why that joke's funny. Because the chicken dies. So a comedian, a professional comedian. <laughs> I had no comedian. idea. I just thought, oh, it's like a, no, nah, yeah, to get is, to the other side. This is like a doggy dog world. It's like a joke, the joke's on you kind of joke. Right. Watching across the road to get to the side. Blah, blah. Wow. But it's actually like a deep joke. That joke is deep. Wow. Right? Yeah. Did you have any idea? No clue. But crazy? I'm not a comedian, so my shame is much less than That's yours. true. Yeah. yeah. I feel the shame. I've never thought about it before. It's a no. deep joke. Wow. Yeah. So anyway. And if you're out there and you're a chicken, just hang on. If you're thinking <laughs> of leaving, if you're road. thinking of leaving your church, your churches. If you're a chicken, churches, chicken. Anyway, if you're thinking, <laughs> stay in your churches, chickens. Listen, have you had the church's chicken sandwich? Get in your bucket of community. Is it uh, churches or Popeyes that has the new sandwich that people were like killing each other over? I, don't, I didn't get into the sandwich wars, the chicken sandwich wars. Yeah, because you're keto. So you're like, ah, it's breaded. I'm going to blow up 15 One of those on the I... commercial, the breaded chicken patty looks so big, like you couldn't wrap your mouth around it. It yeah. looks like too sharp. The corners of it look sharp and crispy. Like, yeah, wow, a, that a sandwich, sandwich should not hurt your mouth. Yeah. I mean, That's a good point. These are really hard things, you know, that we're dealing with on this podcast. <laughs> this is a lot of deep stuff. Why, why sandwiches shouldn't hurt your mouth, and should you stay in your church? I did have a Chick-fil-A sandwich on the way to Knoxville. Yeah. Last night I was I be, I began to get peckish, and if you will, yeah, you know how I just you know how I am. If I don't eat and it suddenly hits, everybody's me. that way. It's just people don't recognize it. They go, "I'm just so irritable today." Well, have you eaten? Yeah, it was like it was like yeah, almost two o'clock, and I hadn't had lunch, and that's when I should have stayed on keto. And I was like, "No, Chick Fil A." Yeah, and they were like, "Do you want the large waffle fry?" Mm-hmm. And when you order when you're hungry, it's unbelievable. I was right. like, "Yes, I do." Like, but I just, when else would you order? Like, that's when you go. It's like people go, "Don't go to the grocery store." Yeah, when you're when you're hungry, it's like so die, <laughs> just starve to death. <laughs> I mean, like though, starving. Like, yeah, here's yeah. how I knew. I know what you mean. Every red light it was. I was in Lebanon, and I was like, in my mind, I was like visualizing this villainous mm-hmm. Lebanon, like as if the whole city wow, you got a problem with Lebanon. is conspiring against me to keep me from Chick-fil-A because I feel like I'm going to die of hunger. Like yeah. I was like Esau with the red bean stew. Like I was like, I, I got to get Do we there. know that it was red bean stew? Yeah. Or okay. he said red stuff is what he said, I think. Or, red stuff? Yeah, give me, I think. Maybe original. it was borscht, <laughs> you know, because that's a That'd beet. be a twist. That's a beet it? soup. Yeah. Okay. 
But yeah, like I kept getting stopped at the red line and you kept getting, and I was like, yeah, the road rage is beginning to rise. I did not access it verbally. But you accessed it by ordering the I think extra I said large something fries. Like, like I said, like this city is made to delay us. Like that's wow. what they, that's what it's made for. Like I was. You are such a Wilson County elitist. You are a Mountain Julian. I was going off on Lebanon. You got problems because there's three red lights keeping me from a Chick Fil A sandwich. So yeah. that's that's how you know you're hungry. That's my point. Like there's a different kind of hunger when that's happening. As opposed to just oh, you know, it's time to eat. No, no, like the world was imploding around yeah, me. Like you got revenge on that sandwich, <sighs> boy. Yeah. You ate it like it killed your father. <laughs> <laughs> I did. There was it, it was a, it was a dangerous meal. Yeah, because everyone else in the car had already eaten. Oh, you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Oh, do y'all want anything? So, said he wanted a, a lemonade. Laura got a tea. No one else wanted food, and mm-hmm. I had this like true like caveman sense of guarding what was mine. Oh wow! So the bag was in my lap, and yeah. I thought, you know what's going to happen. Right. No one like, orders it. They smell the fries. Yeah, yeah. Mm, give me a... Yeah, maybe mm. I could... So I was, I was taking it down. Especially if it's girls. You got girls in your house. That's how oh. it is, man. They're like, I'm not even hungry. Not at all. What's that? They there's a restaurant picking. that has that on their menu, by the way. There's a restaurant. I saw a tweet about it, and it says... There's a menu item that just says, I'm not hungry, and in quotes. <laughs> and it says, we double your fries and throw in a couple of onion rings. Because <laughs> it's basically for the, the when your wife says that. The only place it works at that I don't mind is mm-hmm. Five Guys because they they fill that bag. Oh, right. It's a like, you can't. No, we we will. I, I yeah. will still eat it all, but it's okay if someone else jumps in. But I was eating fast, going. Someone's going to be asking for this, and I'm not sure I can spare a fry. Like this is a. It's and by the time I got to the bottom of the bag, Laura did want one, and I gave her. But I was. Do good. you eat fast too? I'm trying to remember if, I, if you're a fast eater. I'm a super fast eater. I mean, I eat like a seventh grader. It's I eat so like bad. a Marine. I'm like a Marine minus the service. You keep your head component. up. You're listening for mortar shells. But instead of that, I'm just a guy who needs to lose some weight. So <laughs> there's you, nothing noble. You can't make weight to be a Marine. <laughs> <laughs> They've asked you to leave. All the Marines who just who listen are like so offended right now yeah. that John even. They're like, I'm just like a Marine when I eat my large fries. <laughs> I've been dishonorably discharged. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making the joke that comes next after that anyway um yeah so but yeah it was okay i survived and everyone else did and no it. one got your fries i did give a fry to my wife just one but sadie did not she only wanted one and there was only one left or you, two she took the last fry i was going but it was large so at that point it was <laughs> that a large fry is it was good though she goes oh these are soggy i was like i like them soggy i like them soggy too you know what i'm saying and so she didn't want more because they were soggy and i was like oh yeah give me I a like soggy a, fry. i like a soggy fry. do you like runny ice cream i like runny ice cream uh, on the edges, especially. Yeah, like a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like a frosty. Oh, yeah. When it starts to melt down uh, or a blizzard. Oh. Get me out of here. Yeah. Now I'm starving. Yeah. And kind of angry with you. I, want, <laughs> I wonder if anyone ever You know, like switched. a Marine. <laughs> I wonder if anyone ever switched between Wendy's, working for Wendy's and working for, sorry, work, they used to work at Dairy Queen. Yeah. They'd go to Wendy's, uh-huh. make a frosty, and they go to hand it to you and they turn it upside down. Like, yeah. that would be a fun... Yeah, you just out of, like, oh, or you God. just turn everything upside down at your house too. <laughs> Here's As your coffee. You ha- yeah. I just pour it right on you, and listener. We hope that we've not turned a hot piping cup of coffee on its end in your life today, <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> that's your that's your segue. All right, sure. Uh, I can live with it. Well, every week we do it. I feel like it. I don't know. It's yeah. got to be tied in. So we hope that we've mixed in some goodness into your. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. When you go to Dairy Queen now, they ask if you want extra candy pieces. Really? For like 60 cents. If you go, I want a Reese's uh, Blizzard, they go, 
Would you like extra Reese's? Really? For 60 more cents? And you're like, what do I look like here? Well, I'd be a fool not to, right? Yeah. Well, me here. No, I brought my own. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're reaching the back and everybody. Yeah. I, you guys should go to our website, though, and check it out. Talk about that podcast.com. Uh, over 180 archived episodes right there for you yep. for your listening enjoyment. You can also check out our Patreon there if you want to kick in a few shekels and help out the show. We'd appreciate that. If yep. not, look, we know it's tight for some people. No yep. big deal. But if you want to help us make more content, we appreciate it and we love you. Yeah. Check out uh, all of Johnny's socials, man. You should go check him out on Instagram and also his Amazon special, his dry bar special. Yeah. You can watch all that stuff for free. It's all very special. It is very special, and uh, I got more stuff coming. I'm um, very excited. I'm uh, I'm out touring again, so you can check out my website and find out where I'm going to be. I'll be in a, in a city near you, perhaps. Yeah, very likely. Yeah. Hey, and uh, do me a favor if you've not ordered a copy of Not So Black and White. Go to Not So Black and White Book dot com. Yep. And you can uh, order it there and leave a review. That helps other people find the book, and it helps John with uh, just promote promotion. Yeah. If you have already ordered Amazon. And you haven't left a review yet, that actually really helps. A lot of you guys have, but you don't even have to necessarily review it unless you want to, but you could even rate it. Just go rate it. Mm-hmm. And uh, just the stars. And then, you know, if you want to write something about it, that's great too. It's uh, five stars. It's got five star rating right now. Yeah. Out yeah. of 10. So that's. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We. That's they created a new thing for that's us. Disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we appreciate you joining us every week, and we look forward to doing it again next week on Talk About That. life feeling chaotic? I get it. I'm Rachel Wojo, host of the Untangling Life podcast. Don't miss the passionate encouragement and faith-based resources you need to help you clear your head and calm your heart. As Shell says, it feels like Rachel always knows what I need to hear. She keeps it real and is so humble. Her podcast is just the cherry on top. Enjoy Untangling Life with Rachel Wojo on lifeaudio.com or your favorite podcast app now.